Hi and welcome to Squaring the Circle, a podcast about how business owners in the creative industry balance the art and the business. Today my guest is graphic designer, website designer, printer and networking supremo, John Turner. We have a great chat about diversifying your work as a creative business owner, educating your clients and how to combine social media and in real life networking. Also some exciting news. This episode is sponsored by The Creative Collective, an online networking group for creative business owners. More details later in the show, but if you can't wait that long, check out the show notes. I'm your host, Benjamin Bowles from Benjamin Film and Photography, and welcome to Squaring the Circle. Graphic designer, website designer, networker, uh, and many other things, John Turner, welcome to Squaring the Circle. How are you? Thanks, Ben. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Great to uh, be here. And I'm really, really looking forward to uh, being on your podcast, which I've listened to a few times and it is exceptionally good. (laughs) So don't bring don't bring down the level, John. This is this is the pressure. So my first question is um, a reasonably simple one, I suppose. But I think it's going to be really interesting to sort of explore this. But why is diversifying your work so important to you and your business? Okay, so obviously we do websites, we do logo uh, branding, that sort of thing. Uh, we also get involved with uh, a lot of printers um, and so doing roller banners, flyers, that sort of thing. The reason we do all of that is purely because to have your egg, eggs in many baskets, if one of them goes wrong, then you can obviously pick up. If you, if you have all of your eggs in the one basket, then obviously that becomes a problem. If I was to do... Um, websites let's say if if, it was, if i focus just on websites um although i am more of a graphic designer than a web designer so i guess um but if i was to focus more on the web design at some point in the near in the not too distant future apps are going to take over then what um and I, I, you know at the moment everyone's got well a lot of people have got smartphones um, it's the way people are going now. Everyone, you know, tablets, phones, that sort of thing. Even computers, to a certain extent, are now touchscreen and that sort of thing. So apps are coming more to the to the front. I'm not saying websites are going to walk away and be and be gone and finished and out, out, you know, out the back door sort of thing. But they are going to take a back seat more so over the next few years. So diversifying across several different things and having um different things that i can get involved in being the brand in the being the main one um and obviously the different things that come with that uh help from that point of view but also uh, you know from certainly within within my world um people who want a website they probably they might need a brand they might need a logo so then why would i not do the two things it might also be that at that once they've created that, they might need letterheads and compliment slips and business cards and roller banners. So it's one leads into the into another and into another. So it, it's it's just the natural progression uh, in my in my world. Um, something you you said there which is really interesting is you, you mentioned well I suppose you mentioned the future in terms of apps and what. I'm hearing a lot of at the moment is um, is it website? No, web 3.0, website 3.0, yeah. like the, the metaverse. Oh yeah, the metaverse. Yeah. So essentially yeah. just looking at looking ahead at how people 
will consume their content or or um how people potentially will entertain themselves how people will t- potentially shop all these things mm. so in your business at the moment are you even is that even registering with you are you looking towards that or are you because of you how di- because of how diverse your business is you're kind of future proofing yourself in that way um to be honest i'm scared of it <laughs> because um i mean because i'm more of a graphic designer than a web designer i guess i'm i'm always going to be needed there's always there's always going to be need to be things that are visual so i will always do that as my the main part of what i do but the metaverse for me all i can see and i'm you know i've spoken with a few people about it and i sort i'm starting to understand maybe a little bit more but all i can see is wally and the people up in on the spaceship up in there up in space and they're all sat in their in their pods getting really really fat and they've got vr goggles on and, and they're just living the world that they want to live in that's not life is it should we should we be doing this i, I don't know hmm. I, it's just a, it's a little bit scary for me that we should be living in a vr world and you know i might be completely wrong that might not be the, the point of it but if we if we're spending a lot of hours doing that i don't know is that a good thing possibly not possibly not but um <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it is a it is an interesting. But I, it's the reason why I ask the question is because I think as business owners, especially creative business owners, um, it's really it's quite it's tough because things can be going well, um, and then the voice in your head can say, "Well, you know, this could all end in six months because of yeah. you know, technology advancements, or who knows where we're going to be," and and you're either what what you said you know it scares you you kind of got two options and it It scares you to the point where you don't do anything or it scares you to the point where you actually think oh well this train is 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 going to leave the station i might as well get get on it essentially oh 100 100 i think from the from the like say from the point of view of of creating visual content um that that won't really change it might change how it's done it might become a bit more animated it might become a little bit more you know so I, i might need to develop my skills in that sense um but i think in terms of the the whole the whole concept i think it's it's still quite a way off as well i think that's the other thing it's still i don't think we're you know i know there's a lot of massive companies buying land land mm. inverted commas in um in in the in the world but I, yeah i don't know it, so it's just so it's not re- it's not the fact that sharpening your skills or 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 you know investing in the technology and uh sort of upskilling your skill upskilling yourself that's not what scares you it's more the sort of the wally scenario basically okay yeah pretty much yeah i i i massively thrive on meeting people which is why i do the networking mm. um you know i i really really enjoy the 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 two year of lockdown was was really hard for me in the sense that I'm very outgoing. I'm I'm an extrovert person. I, I like to get out, talk to people, and you know, if if I know you, you're probably going to get a big hug and stuff like that. And because that's who I am, um, so it was. It's more the the scariness for me is is the the isolation of it. If if you are going to be sat in your sat in your bedroom or sat in your office or sat wherever with a VR headset on, and that's your life, it's like that's. You know, as much as we can do this, this is great. But 
you know, I, I still think that you, you need physical contact with people. Mm. And if that's going to take away from that, then that's, that's not good. Mm. So who knew in, you know, the first five or 10 minutes of this podcast, we would go, we would go and visit the metaverse. I didn't see yeah. that coming. No, definitely that's, not. <laughs> uh, that's the joy of podcasts and the joy of conversation, isn't it? So let's, um, let's get back on track with uh, creative businesses, I suppose. Um, what's been, what's been your lowest point in business, would you say, over the years? Okay, so um, when, when I first started, so if I go right back to the beginning, um, we can give you an understanding of where, we all, where it all began. Um, I wanted to be an accountant and decided to go through college, do my AAT, uh, so was doing that and was also working at Staples at the time, selling uh, printers and computers and that sort of thing. Um, whilst I was doing that, realised that selling was really cool. I, I really enjoyed talking to people and selling and that sort of thing. And accountancy, really sorry if anyone's listening and they're an accountant, is quite boring. <laughs> it was, um, you know, the, the, the inputting numbers and that sort of thing, it's a little bit, it, it wasn't for me. So although I've got my uh, accountancy training, and I, I took it that far, but I didn't take it any further because, I, yeah, I didn't want to go into that world in the end. At that point, I then moved on to a few other sales roles. Um, and in 20, I think it was 2012, um, my wife and I, Claire and I, we, we decided to create a, a thing called School News um, because there wasn't any positive news um, around. And off the back of that, I had no design um, skills or any thought of being a creative at that point. Um, and it, when we started that, it was all about sharing the good news from schools. Claire had good um, contact within some local schools and we were able to uh, use them to, to get some stories out of the schools and then develop it from there. I then sold advertising alongside it to make money out of it. Um, unfortunately, uh, in 2015, I got poorly. Um, I, I, started, I got really ill uh, and unfortunately, I was the one making all the money because I was the one selling. Um, that resulted in a pretty rubbish time. Um, we lost pretty much everything. We lost our house. We lost um, a lot of our possessions and, and that sort of thing. And we were probably about a week away from being homeless. But during that period, I, I was creating adverts. I was creating um, different things for people because obviously when I sold an advert, they needed something to go in that space. So then I started designing and realising that I had, um, I was quite good at this. This is all right, you know. Um, so at, at that point, then I started developing that. And it was after a few years of doing it that people said, why, why don't you sell this? Why aren't you using, you know, why do you do it for free? And I was like, I, just, I need to fill a space, you know, and that was the, that was pretty much it. And it was only after a few people had said it that I thought, all right, well, so school news went wrong. That sadly went, um, went down the pan and, um, we still thought that was a good idea. And so we created Educational Life uh, as, a, as a community interest company um, off the, you know, with, a, with a similar concept, but obviously using it um, with, with community groups. But my main focus then became, so that became a hobby rather than that being the main job. My main focus then became design because obviously I'd done some design, people really liked it. So then I trained up to uh, become a graphic designer and, and went down that road. 
Um, so since that point, um, it's been kind of going upwards, which is which is really good, you know. Um, well, thank you for sharing because that must um, that must have been a really um, sort of difficult time in yours and, and Claire's life. Yeah. Um, but what I love is the fact that um, sort of the, the happy accident of you doing a bit of design work lit the spark, um, yeah. and that and now you are where you are, which is incredible. But so so I suppose looking back to 2015-ish, um, and then sort of so yeah. So looking back, what kind of lessons has that process taught you that really um, influences how you do business now? Um, listen to people, you know, um, ask for help and listen to people get, get advice and, you know, um, you know, in, in lots of things. I, I, when we started, I was very much in my own little bubble. I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm good at this. I can do this. We can make this happen. And in all honesty, it was that, that was not really, yeah, that, that wasn't really the best way of doing it. I think that would definitely be the, the main thing i would say is is just make sure that you've got a good a good group of people so coming again always coming back to networking it's always the way to do it you know networking getting a group of people that you know like and trust and you can turn to in a in a situation um is is in is so important you know i i i know that i've got through simply business club and doing other stuff as well that there's a load of stuff, people that I can turn to um, when I'm having a bad day or if, if things, if there's something that's gone wrong or, you know, then you can turn to people. But also in the good times when, you know, I can share my wealth of knowledge, you know, I've been in business now for 10 years. So it's, you know, across the, across the, the time and obviously, all right, some of that didn't go so well, but the last four or five years has, has not been too bad. So it's picking up after where it went wrong. Um, yes, I probably could have gone back into uh, employment, but to be honest, I think I was too far gone. Um, I think I had too many I, um, opinions at that point, and I think, yeah, I don't know if I could have done it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's it. Well, you are from Liverpool, so you're not short of an opinion or two. Are you? That is true. <laughs> And I'm well, you're not really sure the accent isn't so great anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're losing it a bit. I bet when you yeah. go up north, you're called a, a southern softy. Definitely, yeah. Well, when I was up there last week and, and I spoke to a few people and they were like, oh, it's coming back then. <laughs> 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 yeah, so whenever whenever I'm talking to another scouser or talking um, with a few drinks inside me, then it does come back. Or, or I get a bit excited. If I start talking a little bit quicker and then start getting excited about a conversation or, you know, that sort of thing, then it's, it starts coming back. <laughs> so let's, let's hop on to, we've, we've, we've spoken a bit about the business side and we'll probably come back to that later in the chat. Um, but just before we were, uh, we were rolling, we were talking about, you know, logo design and logo design and the, 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 sort of the creative process. Um, and, so my question to you is, because I've got my thoughts on this, but I'll be really interested to hear what you think. When you're coming up with a logo or a website, any, yeah, anything creative, essentially, what's more important that you, that, that you love it or the client loves it? Oh, 
What a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I think it's a bit of both. Oh, don't say um, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit on the fence. Yeah. No, to be honest, it, it, the, to be honest, I have created a few okay. um, designs that I've, I've looked at them and gone, I'm not sure about that. And I've sent them anyway. Mm. And, then the, and then the client has come back to me and gone, love it. And it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm like, I can see how... May not not so much how much how I could approve it because obviously I would have done that anyway if I'd, if I'd have thought about it, but yeah, it, there's there's been a few times where I've gone down a road, um, you know, as I was saying, as you said, we were talking about just before we started, the 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 process for me is obviously find out from the customer what they're looking for, try and get inside their head what you know what they want, and then. You know, obviously using the creative collective as a as a really great example, I'm I'm part of it. I know, you know, I've been in I've been in the in the uh, the meetings and I'm 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 a part of it. I understand how it's run, uh, how you and Martin are doing it, and and that's great. It's you know, I think from that point of view, that was easier for me. That was probably one of the more easier designs for me to create. Um, and the the response has been fabulous. Whereas a few others, you know, I'll be designing something, I'll look at it and go. I'm not really sure about that. And, it, and I, I don't know, it probably happens in, in most industries, but you know, you, you're going down a process and you, you, you're going through and you've got to get to the end or, or you can't really make a judgment on it. You can see that it's not probably not going in the right direction, but you've got to finish it off because there might be one thing that all of a sudden flips it and makes it look amazing. So it's, it's one of them really difficult things that I think the short answer is the customer's got to be happy. It, you know, I like I say, I, I have sent out a few um, that I've not been personally overly keen on, and they've come back and gone, love it. And it's like, right, okay. You know, what about though, if you've, well, there's a couple of questions that is fuzzing through my head now, but so the scenario is that you've, you've sent and you're not absolutely happy with it. So it would, it's probably fair to say that it wouldn't be the your best work in your opinion. Yeah. And they come back and say, yeah, it's great. That's amazing. What happens though, if you send it over and you, and it's classed as sort of D D plus work and they say, I'm not happy with it. That's, that must be pretty difficult. Yeah. I, it's it. Yeah. It can be quite difficult. It's, it's really you you can see normally you can see if if you if the work isn't if what I think is my, my standard you know is is where it is and I look at a thing and I go mm, I'll send it to them anyway because at the end of the day it's there it's it is it's their it's their brand and they've given me the the brief and you know it might be that that's it's within the brief that is the reason it looks the way it does or you know what and so mm. it's finding out what because I might not agree with what they're looking for but so what i it doesn't matter what i think you know it's their business and they can you know i'll give them my advice and i'll say so whenever i send out something that's not as high as a grade that i think it should be i'll always say have you considered so i'll always give some advice within you know i'll send them an email with the, with the with the design and i'll say right here's what i've done so far so there'll normally be two or three concepts and I'll, it'll be, I won't have you considered, you know, it might be, have you considered a different colour or have you considered 
um, using a different type of icon or have you considered um, because they might have suggested a, a very specific uh, things within that and it might be that you know so I don't know let, let's say a farmer and he wants to use a tractor as his icon and it's like well yeah that would probably work wouldn't it but actually would it be better if he sells carrots to have a carrot as the icon <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, it might just be like the, the, the tractor doesn't really do the job. Mm. Mm. A carrot would do the job because that's what you're doing. You're selling carrots. Mm. But, you know, it, so it's, it might be sometimes they, they think that they can see a, an idea and then I'll give them my advice off the back of it. Yeah. Hello, I'm Martin and I'm the chief operating officer from the creative. Cl what? Stick to the script. Right. Okay. Fine. Hello, I'm Martin and I'm Ben's sidekick from the Creative Collective Networking Group. Oh, God. At 1pm every other Wednesday we meet on Zoom with... <gasps> videographers, photographers, web designers, graphic designers, marketing agencies, publishers, authors, actors, voiceover artists, copywriters, ghost writers, script writers, sound recordists, foley artists, video game designers, app designers, content creators, 3D printers, the people, not the machine, image consultants, jewellery makers, knife makers, medal makers, musicians, producers, presenters, and more. To have fun, build relationships, and work together. To register for an upcoming event, visit thecreativecollectivenetworking.co.uk. See you there. Unless you have your camera turned off, which someone did recently. The Creative Collective. Collaboration, not competition. Was that better? Good. I love, I absolutely love that question, have you considered? Mm. Because it's a perfect way to sort of say to your client like this is I'm, I'm sort of i've done to your brief um but maybe it's not quite working but it's a really polite way of saying it essentially yeah yeah but it's keeping them on site and 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 it's a very supportive way of of saying that so i think that's, yeah, that's genius that is brilliant yeah I don't, I don't know where it came from to be honest I think yeah. i've been doing that for quite a while it's just that that's the norm for me it's just have you considered asking, asking that is yeah yeah brilliant okay yeah that's very interesting so um i've been doing these episodes for a while now and obviously during um in networking meetings and general chats you you often speak to business owners whether um on the creative side or not on the creative side and a constant theme is marketing and getting new customers in um and you know, well, this that's why this podcast exists because there's a huge distance between um, the business side and the creative side, sure. And sort of marrying those up. Um, but where you are now with your business, um, and this might have changed over the years, but where does a lot of your business come from? Is it word of mouth? Is it networking? Um, is it um, SEO? Um, maybe, yeah, if you just want to talk a bit, a bit about that for a while. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, the majority is probably networking um, yeah. because I do quite a lot of networking. I, you know, the, the, the reference of networking tart um, <laughs> and that sort of thing <laughs> gets around. But, you know, it, it's, it, it, it baffles me that people don't take networking more seriously. If you're in business and you don't take networking seriously, then you're a fool. And it's like, and I've said that here and now at 11.33. <laughs> it's like, because, because that's what it is. It's, it's so important. Because 
you you go into a networking it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who it is you know we we won't name names but simply business club is always going to get mentioned and the creative collective is always going to get mentioned but you know there are other brands if you're a fool and you don't want to go to them too but (laughs) but no there is there is something about networking there is something about becoming part of that family and something about you know being uh together with people because one they can see how good you are um if you if you believe in your services and you 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 know that sort of thing then you've you have to do networking because you'll go in there people will see you can you can give them advice and you can help them out when when the opportunities arise but you can also sell you know one of the greatest um phrases that i've uh, that i've come across recently is a rising tide lifts all boats and i think you've used that one in within the creative collective as well oh, and don't worry about that no no it's fine it was it was jfk who said it originally well no, i don't think he said it originally i think someone said it before him but then he was the more famous one and um but it, it, it's so true it, we would all if if you go into a room let's say there's 20 people in a room 10 20 people in a room if everyone there supports everyone else everyone wins and it's as simple as that if you don't do networking who are you going to turn to you've got your friends and family yes you've got your you've got a small um group of customers yes which might grow uh, you might do seo which yes absolutely works um i've i've done some but not loads of seo um because i've you know i i put more of my stock into into networking um there's also obviously the the, the discussion of advertising and uh, you know we we do the simply business magazine there's other other different ways of doing it there's podcasts like this um and obviously then there's social media as well um and so i do a lot of social media and linkedin especially because this is these are the places that you get found um and i think if you if you back it up with again coming back to networking if if it always comes back to networking if you go onto a, a post you 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 say this that and the other and then you get 10 20 people commenting on it who you know from networking or who you know from your your group of contacts it then that just makes you look quite good it, it makes you look quite authoritative within your um sector and you know if if people i mean look at the the response we had for the the creative collective logo mm. that was was such a great response and that 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 made me look good and you know i'm very pleased that was such a great uh, opportunity for me that that in itself has drilled has has built up and you know drilling down into it there's, there's a lot of people who have sort of spoken to me about design off the back of it and so word of mouth is 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 number one but you get more word of mouth if you go to networking i think that's the 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 long version of the answer um so in short networking (laughs) yeah yeah but but i i would i would totally agree i mean i i think i've on most of these chats i've had on these podcasts it does come back to the power of networking and it's and 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 of course it does depend on on your business but if you are um a small business and and your customers are in networking groups it's it's completely completely a no-brainer and you're and you're totally right it is overlooked and it was overlooked from for me for for quite a while 
Um, yeah. and, well, and a, a question. This is a bit unorthodox, and I apologise, but that question for the for the question master. Mm, how, does question master. <laughs> question master. how does Ben know John? How does Ben know John? Well, it was um, well, it was LinkedIn, and then we met for a coffee, and then and then we networked together. Yeah, networking. Yeah, so this is it. Yeah. yeah, you wanted to come along to uh, to the Simply Business Club, and and that was the that was the start of our relationship. Yeah, and now look. So, and now look where yeah. we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a journey. What a journey. Yeah, definitely. All right, John. Well, I think we've come. Uh, we're nearly at the end um, of this uh, of the episode, but um, we've. I've had a really good chat, and I've and some really. Um, it it went off off on some tangents I were wasn't quite expecting, but I love that. Um, yeah. And I yeah. just love the fact that it did go in different directions. But yeah, so the the final um, final two questions. Well, the first one of the final two is what book or resource, <laughs> resource, bloody hell, resource. I'm, I'm going to do that again. What Sorry. book, <laughs> what book or resource has had the biggest impact on you? Now, this can be in your business or, or in your life. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I've got absolutely one standout um, book awesome. that I always, always go to, and that is Who Moved My Cheese? um i've read who moved my cheese three times um each time i was in a different place and each time it gave me a different message so for, for those that don't don't know or haven't heard of who moved my cheese it's a book about change um there's four little characters two of them are mice and two of them are um i, I don't even know what the other two are so they're little people or something um and um the, the two mice are the main characters and they go off, they, they keep going to this block, this, this mountain of cheese and come back and one day the, the mountain of cheese has whittled away to nothing. And one of the two mice keeps going back to the same place because he cannot, cannot deal with change. The other, the other mouse decides, well, obviously I'm going to die if I don't find more cheese. So I need to go, on, I need to embrace change. I need to look for other stuff and he went off and found more cheese and then it was the the, the journey of that mouse and the, and the and looking back at the journey of this mouse and, and how it's gone different and the first time I read it um I wasn't in a great place um and it was it was actually just after uh, we lost everything in 2015 so it was uh, shortly after that um so things weren't really very good at all um another time um, I read it was short. Claire was quite poorly at one point, um, and I was sat in the hospital waiting for her to um, wake up, basically. And um, I read it then. So neither of them were good times, but they were different reasons. Um, and then the third time, I was um, probably about two years ago, and things were okay. Things were, you know, it was before lockdown, but it was. Things were things were okay. I didn't have any major worries other than just general life um, worries. And the the different message that it gave was was quite astounding. Um, and it yeah, it's it's quite a powerful book. And and yeah, I would I would absolutely. It's only about ninety seven or hundred pages or something. So it, it's quite a quick one. You can do. I think the the audio of it is about forty minutes. Perfect. So you can literally listen to it in in the car or something if you're going up, you know, down the road or something. You can just mm. get it done quite quickly. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about that. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to add it to my list. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. Um, right, just before the final question, do you want to give yourself um, or your many businesses a quick plug um, and where people can find you on social media? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, obviously we'll start with um, Simply Design, obviously um, graphic and web design. So we have simplydesignuk.co.uk. We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, we've also got Simply Business Club, which is the uh, the networking. So we, we offer people two weeks free uh, to come along and test it out. And you might even see Ben whilst you're there. Um, and um, yeah, so that's... Uh, Networking without restrictions, um, because we don't have any lockouts. We give everyone three to five minutes to discuss what they uh, what they do and how they do it, and we allow for questions throughout that uh, during that time as well. Um, and we've got Simply Business Magazine, uh, which is a, a business magazine which is all about um, you know we try to push it towards the positive side of business, and we look at advice and tips. We look you know that sort of thing we've recently had um metro bank fedex and we in a previous edition and we've got mastercard in the next one so um we're really really pleased with where it the the reach it's now getting so uh yeah so that's uh that's pretty much the simply group at the moment at the moment subject yeah. to change yeah oh it's always subject to change well it's because, <laughs> it's because you've read uh, who stole my cheese who moved my yeah, cheese who moved my cheese who stole it i know i'm a scouser but come on <laughs> <laughs> so you're allowed to say that i can't um <laughs> a lot of people do <laughs> yeah i know maybe <laughs> offline um all right so the final question john and uh, yeah once again thanks so much for taking time out on a thursday morning um, but what one piece of advice would you give a person starting in your industry tomorrow? Um, well, I think we've already been through it. I think it's it's very much um, take a look at networking, make sure that you've got a, a really good uh, team of people that you can turn to uh, in, in as many different aspects of business as you can. Don't try and do it all alone because that's when you will come up with problems. You know, if you're a, if if you come into the same industry as myself, if you're a graphic designer or a web designer, don't try and do your books. Don't try and do your admin. Don't try and do your photography. Don't these things. There are people out there, experts out there that can help you, and that you can just concentrate on your what you do. And I think that would get people to help you with the things that you're not necessarily as good at um and then that will help you it might seem like there's a cost involved in that um and yes there is but think about how much time you're saving to then spend you know billable hours for yourself you've got more time available to uh do more stuff yeah and and develop the business in that way and why yeah. and why i love that advice is because just say you do give someone some work um, and the project has gone really well well they are absolutely going to firstly try and get you some work possibly refer on absolutely yeah but it increases your network of people that um that has that have good karma you know um, mm. and karma is a thing in in life and in business 100 percent. you do good stuff with people and, and people do good stuff to you yeah well as, as they say what goes around comes around yeah. so you know if, you, if you're if you're productive proactively working with a group of people as i said a minute ago um every if everyone helps everyone else then everyone wins mm. it's something that um lenny wood a previous guest who again you know well yeah, yeah. He, he is very much um he very much believes in 
the quality of the network rather than quantity. You look at his, say, LinkedIn um, connections, maybe two or 300, but those two or 300, he knows and he engages and, and they sure. do the same. And, and, and you could, but you can absolutely, I think, transfer that to um, your small network of people that are in your, your gang, essentially, that who's got your back and you've got theirs. Um, yeah. And, um, and that, yeah. Well, I think we've said enough about networking, but I, but I don't think it can be said enough for people coming in to the industry and even people mm. that have been in the industry a while. It's just, it's like gold dust. It really is. If there's, I would say that if there's one sort of secret source for um, starting and running a successful businesses, it is, it is getting out there and, and being a good networker, isn't it? The, the long-term, the, you know, the, the real success is long-term. It's, you know, you, you keep doing it. You keep doing it over and over again. You go once or twice a week to different groups and it'll be over a year, two years, three years, four years. That's when you start seeing it. Not, not within weeks. John Turner, graphic designer, website designer, Simply Business magazine publisher. The list goes on and on and on. But thank you so much for joining me on Square and Circle today. Nice one. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you've hated it, keep quiet. But if you've loved it, you can support the show by sharing it with anyone who may love it too. Have a nice one and I'll see you next time for another episode of Squaring the Circle.